Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. Hi, welcome to Customer States Podcast, where the tunes are brought to you by Bruce Vane. I'm Bruce Vane. Exclusive to Customer States Podcast. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> it's a very vain I'm getting real fucking you. tired of that. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about anything and everything in the automotive industry. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Made it through another week. Hallelujah. Praise baby Hallelujah. Uh, I know what that's from. <laughs> I don't know if I can take another drink after that. Shit, we just did. Malort? You uh, mean Malort? Malort. The two shots of Malort prior uh, to this recording was session. Awful. For Jepson, those of you. Jepson Malort. Yeah. For those of you who have not taken Malort before, it is like taking a shot of cologne or perfume. It is. <laughs> it is that disgusting. It's like got Dipped a lingering taste. It lingers not only on the top of your tongue, but the sides of your tongue, the roof of your mouth. It like coats your mouth. It is absolutely awful. But on that note, let's wash that down with something else, shall we? Michelle. Everybody ready? I'm ready. So fucking ready. Two. I'm going to come. Premature exacerbation. (laughs) That's Mm. like like how I feel on Monday before I go to work. (laughs) Oh, I got melon melon. Oh, me too. We got melon melon. What'd you get, Mikey? Wait. Uh, Oh, I got a White Claw uh, (laughs) Surge. The 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 hard one. Which cranberry flavor? Oh, cranberry. The, you have, the you berries might, of crayons. You might be scared of the sounds of thunder, but I got watermelon to soothe my slumber. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I don't know is, what just happened, but I love it. Oh, that is a hardcore vine throwback. Old school. Vine. I don't know. I don't I know that one. I admit the whole vine thing just went completely past me. Really? Hi, I welcome to Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he died. I, I know he completely. died. R.I.P. Uh, what flavor do you have? I have. Uh, Oh my god. Things are happening in the background. That would be uh, Mikey's dog. That's what it sounds. Well, actually, well. She sounds injured. Oh. I just. I have. Pachachacham fruit. Oh, wow. That took me a minute. Goodness. Hi, guys. So. Who are you? I'm Allie. Uh, oh yes, I'm Ali Paul. You are Ali. You're Paul. Eric Montenegro. I, I I am I am Eric Montenegro, and I'm a heavy line tech for Ford. You are. Yes, and, and you do. I do warranty Nothing. administration. I am a warranty professional, professionally doing warranties for both Volkswagen and Mazda. Bless you. Thank you. They didn't hear that though. Yeah, I but heard it. I can't not say bless you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Your your smoothies are very dainty. Thank you. At least he's not one of those people that goes. And to my left is this guy right here that you can see on the podcast because it's a visual medium. He's flaring his nostrils at you. Let's all flare on my nostrils. I'm going to do this properly. What's up, fuckers? Uh, (laughs) I don't do it justice. Justice. (laughs) What's up, fuckers? What's up, fuckers? You tried to. Now you do it, Mike. No. (laughs) Come on, Mikey. No. Just one time. They want to hear it. The people want to hear it. The people have asked for it. The people are asking for it. Like Steve Rigby personally messaged me and he was like, I want Mike to say, I'm pretty sure, what's up, fuckers? I'm pretty sure Dave Follett or did as well. Dale Follett, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. See, the Malort's getting to me. This so is you guys, it's going to be is, a supercharged episode. This is your like fourth when we took those shots of uh, tequila. Oh, that was such a fun episode. That was, fun. That was really good. We have to do that again. Who sent this at? Ron? Uh, Roy Fernandez. Roy Fernandez. Roy Fernandez. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Roy. Fernandez. We need to do that again. Yes. I say we do it again. But anyways. Before I leave on vacation, please. Deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm Jake, and I'm a technician. Short and sweet. Secretary. Secretary. And um, I like pens. It does. I like pens. You know what I like? Penis. I like the guy sitting to the left of you. A who, lot. Who is who, that guy? Who is that? Who are you, sir? Pen 15. Hi, I'm Mike Sarah, <laughs> technician. Welcome to Customer States. Where do you technician? <laughs> what? Who do you technician for? Oh, uh, I technician for Ford Fjord. Motor Company. Fjord. 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 Spelled F-J-O-R-D. Fjord. Yeah. Fjord. It's very popular. So it was so funny last, was it this week? I think it was this week. I had called Allie. <gasps> I remember now. I wrote this topic on the board and I didn't know what it was. She, and now I know. I, Holy <laughs> fuck. She was, if anybody's looking for a slightly used wife to be. I, I do believe It's that, not a moth. What are you shitting your pants bug. for? There's, look. It's a tiny bug. Well, I, I'm sorry. It startled me. I do believe that you had picked up the phone laughing. Or you told me this story, but you said that you were on the phone and you were doing like you were multitasking and you were stapling things and you got got off the phone and then she went and hung up her stapler on the phone. Yeah. So I was multitasking. I was like really like doing a good job. I thought you were gonna tell me about something, tell them about something else, and so I'm gonna bring that up next. I have something else to bring up too. Um, Remember when I called you when you were out with April? Exactly what I'm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna bring that up. So yeah, I was like kicking ass, doing all. I had so much work Were you this week. Names? I was taking names, <laughs> and I was multitasking. And I was on the phone, <laughs> and I was stapling papers at the same time. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Okay, moving Good forward, job. that's what mm. we need to do. I go, I hang up my phone call, and <sighs> there I put my stapler right in the in the phone cavity, <laughs> if you will. And I immediately texted Eric. I was like, I just trying to hang up my stapler. I just <laughs> and no, I start laughing really hard. That and ugly laugh that she the point as one should. Where so the way the office is set up is my office manager has like enclosed office and then there's an open space with cubicles. cubicles. Right. And so and my cubicle is right next to her door. 
So she like she could see into your cubicle. Yeah, she has a window actually that Ooh. faces my cubicle, but the papers are stacked so high in her office that she can't <laughs> see me. Efficiency. Uh, yes. Well, she also knows I do my job, so like she oh, doesn't really need to do keep an know? eye on me. We could we could stack those papers that high. I and know so she's doing she job. like peeps ever so softly around the corner of her office, and she's like. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I have officially snapped. Oh my no, no. No, I am not okay. I've never been okay. Jokes on you, I've never been happy. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and then so I also called her. Um I don't remember what day that was. It, it was, was Wednesday. Like, it was Wednesday. I called her on Wednesday because I was working on a truck. And um, I called her after all this happened. So I'm working on a truck and I needed to borrow a part off of another truck to just do a quick swap, sensor swap to see if that was the bad component. So we have an engine out of another vehicle. That was me, sorry. We have an engine out of another vehicle um, that I was gonna borrow the sensor from. So I go and the engine's been sitting there for a while. So it has fender covers all over it to keep dust and dirt from going inside the engine. So I pull off the fender cover and a few bugs fly out. I didn't think anything of it until I heard flapping in my ear. In his and ear. And I mean inside of my like. ear. It sounded like a bunch of birds. Like, I was like, what the fuck? So I stick my finger no, in child. my ear. I got to say, that's what I appreciate. I stick oh. my finger in my ear and nothing. I don't feel anything. <laughs> and then I hear it flapping again. I'm like, fuck. So I start, I, I can imagine didn't, didn't what I look like this. Yes, very much like that. Well, gonna puke. Very much like that. It, oh, wait till you guys hear why she's going to puke, though. As it's, so, as it's touching your eardrum. So, oh, it was that bad. So I start smacking the side of my head on the opposite side to try Forcing to get it further into your brain. No, no I'm hitting opposite. it on the opposite oh. side. So if you can imagine what I look like to somebody yeah. walking through the parking lot as I'm smacking the side of my head as hard as I can to get this thing out of my ear, I have no idea what it That's is. That's our heavy line technician over there. He's, yeah. he's, he's one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> trust him to work on your car. So I, I keep hitting my head. Nothing. I stop. It's flapping around again. I start smacking my head again, and I'm shaking my head side to side. One of the other texts runs up. He's like, what, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? You can tell. Obviously, something was wrong. So I'm freaking the fuck out. I wasn't screaming or anything, but I'm like trying to get this you're thing out of my like head. Like you're frantic. Frantic, yeah. And so finally, I smack it hard enough, and I see it just fall to the floor. It was a fucking moth. Oh my god! A moth. <laughs> okay. Flew so, inside of my ear. Oh he was flapping around. Hey Ellie, <laughs> eggs were laid in there. <laughs> I told her that. I told her. I called her right away. I was like, I needed to tell you before I told anybody else. Eggs. The boys are hearing about this first. I was like, it, I'm pretty sure it laid eggs inside my ear, and they're gonna all hatch and start flapping out of my ears like a movie scene or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta go because she's gonna vomit because we're talking about. Uh, Allie has a phobia of moths, everybody. A very unjustified one. Yeah. So. And you know how that's going to go is how it, you know, laid eggs on your eardrum. You'll be sleeping one night and just. Yeah, it was it was not I'm fun. I'm legitimately <laughs> not on my floor or couch. So if you can imagine what that sounded like inside my eardrum. Uh, Allie will wake up in the morning doing her makeup and just moths fly out of her ears. It, you hit the nail on the head there. It just was very okay, echoey so and thumpy. I'm not afraid of bugs. Stop it. <laughs> I am. 
I am not she's afraid of bugs. I save she's spiders. She's the fucking weirdo that holds spiders in her fucking hands and walks them outside. That is weird. Spiders eat moths. Moths flit around like they're, they're flying patterns like all unpredictable and they like fly in your hair. It's the crackhead of nature. It is. <laughs> <laughs> unpredictable. Not okay. I'd be lying if I said there have been a couple of times I've caught moths in my hand and let them go right in front of Allie. She just crapped herself. Oh my herself. god, the other day there was a gigantor moth. It was like the size of a quarter. It was legitimately, its body was this fucking big, Mike. No. I'm not joking. I, I, She's joking. Okay, She's demonstrating so, the size of like one of those. Uh, a six inch cock. The, the orange erasers. No. You know, the. Yeah, the, yeah. Pink yeah, 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 yeah. Like the this, pink erasers. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm bad with colors. It was not that size. It was the size it was of a that, quarter. Okay, Jake was sleeping, not protecting me, <laughs> not protecting oh, his God wife. Oh, God forbid he should try and get some rest to protect you better and in the morning. You, okay, it's 8.15 in the fucking evening. He should not be sleeping. Why not? I had a long day. I... <laughs> I'm sitting in the living room. Was this after the sandwich that you made him or no? Watching. No, wow. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Deep There's cuts. nothing Deep to cuts. throw. <laughs> Deep cuts. <laughs> Didn't we talk? Did we talk about that yes, last week? Yes, we no, fucking that, no, did. No, that was in a text message. That was, that was in a text message. No, that was in a group text message. Yeah, that was so what was said again? Remind us. That <laughs> I'm a fucking sandwich maker. We talked no, about this last week on the podcast. No, no I, I sent a meme. I didn't call you a sandwich maker. Yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> did, you, did you hear that? She, has, she has receipts. That was her grabbing her phone. Oh my so God. anyways, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in the living room. Oh, boy. I'm sitting in the living room, and this fucking gigantor moth nope. is outside. Nope. Yes, you're sleeping. You don't know what's going on because you're not protecting me. He was sleeping. You He's, said it yourself. And so Did you hear how she said it's outside? Keep this in mind. It, it, yeah, it's outside, and I hear it trying to get in into me, trying to attack me and lay like eggs that. in my brain, and it's going <laughs> on the on window. The window. Like, it's big, you guys. It was so scary. That's what she said when she Dude, first met me. It was a moth. It's not scary. What um, was the movie? Crazy. What was the movie? The VHS movie? I think it was from the 90s. With, there was like the moth, moth over, over the face. Moth over her mouth. Oh, what was um, that? That wasn't like Silence of the Lambs. Right? Yes, it was it Silence, Silence of the Lambs. That's right. Yep. Yeah, it was Silence of the Lambs. The wow, original back cover. to the Cl blockbuster days, Clarice, you guys. Are the lambs still screaming? <laughs> are they? I've never seen that movie. Would you like some Chianti and some fava beans? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, dry, dry, dry. Two well, shots dry. of Lord. Yeah. Actually, quite the opposite. It was a bit of flooding today. Ah. Yes. Wait. Mikey walked into the Great Flood. Oh, I did. This morning. What happened? Oh, a clusterfuck. Do we have plumbing problems? What yeah. was funny is I didn't find out till I went to go pee and wash my hands and I couldn't. Did you use your plumbus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, only several people will get that joke in the audience. Well, you don't have to explain it because everyone it. knows what it means, what it um, does. So I come into Stop the shop it. early in the morning. We've talked about this before. And 
when I'm walking up to open up the shop, I hear this like gurgling noise and what sounds like a waterfall. Yes, that's pretty good. Yeah, good. it's Thank not you. something like that. Oh my God, why are you both so wide-eyed after that? Because <laughs> I'm wide-eyed looking at her. Uh-huh. So as I'm walking towards the source of the noise, I see this geyser you know, uh, erupting from the ground and it's water from what looks like a main water line. Is it brown water? No, well, the water looks clear, but it may as well be recycled water. Who knows? Uh, Yeah, who knows? Oh, I was specifically asking, was it dookie water? No, it's not dookie water. No, no, no. no. Uh, It it was irrigation water. It was next to a sprinkler manifold valve. Oh, okay. So as I'm quickly trying to assess the situation, I see that there's a sprinkler manifold valve that is laying on the floor that's broken off of the two sprinkler lines that are broken. And obviously one is the main pressure line. So that becomes my first priority because in our area, we have a, um, a water conservation emergency. We have, uh, we're in a drought crisis out yes, here. Yes, we are. So mm-hmm. instead of opening up the shop, I go run around and to the, uh, open up the gate, go run and grab my flashlight and a couple tools and start searching around for the main irrigation valve. Turn the main irrigation valve off eventually and start looking and assessing the situation. And as I'm doing that, somebody from the um, uh, gardening company shows up and they're like, oh yeah, uh, I was called over here to like look at this issue for this. I'm like, wow. what do you mean you were called over here to look at this? Uh, this just happened this morning. Oh no, she called me. I'm like, who, who, called, who called you? I said, listen, are, are you trying to charge me to fix this right now? He's like, yeah, well, it's gonna cost money. I'm like, I got go, it. go, go away. Go I, I've, I, I've got this. Like, Who don't worry called? about it. Yeah, go home. Did you find out? I, I think that they might have messed that up when they were there the day before. Oh, they, oh, they mowed over that shit. I, I don't know. Well, there's no look, grass there. Like, was there a head missing or something? Or? Well, no, it, it, it broke the whole the valve. manifold valve off assembly. There's, oh. there's the, the main water line going in, and then you got the valve assembly. When that yeah. zone turns on and then coming out of it, you have that area to go to the zone. Well, it broke the whole Get manifold assembly off. And what he told me was, Sprinkler he's like, zone. well, maybe somebody, you know, backed over it with the truck, but the shuttle was parked there, and it's a little C-Max, and it yeah. doesn't go back that far and it was there the whole morning and when my parts manager showed up in the morning who parts parks right there said yeah there was no water leaking there was nothing there so really I, when he got there when he got there in the morning oh yeah and when they, i got there so something fucking happened yeah so i just told him oh, we should look at security cameras i got Ooh, this you should can you can you write that down i'm gonna text you i'm texting you okay my anyway. dealership totally has those that uh eric uh <laughs> between five five and six uh yes uh this Whatever, whatever day it was today. Today. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So I go and run and I grab, uh, go home, grab some tools and some, you know, the chemicals. I need the blue primer or the, 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 the purple primer and the blue cement and uh, go run across to the hardware store, grab the little fittings that I need. And I managed to get everything uh, all set up. And it was like maybe two hours, two or th- two and a half hours without water for one half of the shop but okay most of that the time i peed in most of that time was with okay. the technicians not there let it mellow like like uh, the technicians were not there for that one period hands. of time oh you should wash your hands i wanted to wash my hands i had to go back to my bay and use hand sanitizer but i saved the dealership right. a ton of money by yeah very uh, nice buddy well, somebody should care. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs at least Listen, one person at their bottom, dealership bottom that line cares. Is, is I have Everybody fun. needs a mic. 
I have fun I like doing those mic. things. It's really nice to like take a break from fixing this transmission to go and doing plumbing again or whatever. You know, it's just, I don't know. It, I, I can't complain. It, it to mix it up is great. You know. Yeah, Why? it is. Why were you looking at me? Well, because I was expecting somebody to say something. I said everybody needs a mic. <laughs> I need a mic. I need my key. My key. Well, Eric Eric did something this week. He did. Well, he technically did. last week. Oh, yes, last, last week. week. Eric, oh, and the week before that, we alluded to me going to school. Yes. yes. And I missed And you couldn't go to the Dodger game with us. Excuse me. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Sorry, oh, Mike. You we're going to have to edit out. that. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Write it down. You can edit <laughs> the, that. The whole past, like, 13 seconds was horrible. We should just, like, fresh start from... It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, uh, they we like, can start They over. like the human essence of it. It's Because they, they are Because they know human. we're just like you. Indeed. I'm perfect, so... <laughs> Perfectly oh. imperfect. In every In way. In every way. That's right. Fava beans. Uh, I wish I had her purse, dude. County. You and me both. Anyways, so I was gone from work all week last week. Um, we missed you. I missed you guys too. But I passed my class with flying colors. Thank you. And hashtag sell the bell. Michael, Michael. Honesty. I can now. I can now do repairs in my department. Yes. yes. And get paid for it. Yeah. Um. But. In all honesty, I was kind of teaching the people in my group. I'm sure you do that all the time. But um, when, you, when you go to school, the guys in my group, they're green. They, we'll call them inexperienced. Yes. There you go. And green. The they're class learning. that I took is the stuff that I do every day. I walked in this class and we're reviewing just the basic outline of what the class is. I'm like, oh, God, I rolled my eyes because I'm like, I do this every day. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll pass with flying colors. So I did. I just kind of answered everything ahead of time and just went through the whole book. And when it came time to do stuff like setting up timing and tearing down the engine and taking measurements and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the guys kept going to the workshop manner. I'm like, if you guys want to do that, that's fine. I said, I'm just going to kind of hang back I, here. I do this every single day. I, I will watch. <laughs> I said, if you guys want my help, let me know. I'm more than happy to help. I said, or if you would like real world help, you know the shop workshop manual there is always there to help you. Let me just explain it to you in layman's terms on how to do this, on how to set this timing up, on how to remove this, on how to take this measurement. And they were more than happy and excited to accept that help. And they all actually finished the test before I did. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I read a little slower and I have to read things twice sometimes. Yeah, so. I, I can But they just that. like all flew through it and passed. I'm like, oh, good. I, nice. My work here is done. My work here so, is done. Uh, it was really cool. I, I enjoyed it. Did you hand out any business cards? I did not hand out business cards. Oh, my. But wait, in place of that. I, I handed out a business card today and they both synced it. You jaked me. Thank you. Really? Wait, did you say you jaked me? He I did. did. Yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's a new uh, <laughs> verb. I love that. You uh, know what? You I I do. We've no. been talking about it for No, months. I'm going to do it again, but I refuse to say it's I jaked you. I squirreled you. Like, I, I thought of something. I saw this proverbial, proverbial squirrel. And I had to mention it before the thought was gone forever. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, okay. It's like when she's talking about something and she 
tangents what off. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> hey, and by the way, I've been I've been watching myself very close for like the past. You have. You've been doing very episodes. good. I just figured, to, in all honesty, we and haven't, you motherfuckers have been interrupting me. We haven't. You know, he's absolutely right. We haven't v- visited that in a, quite a while, so I thought it was funny, and I just wanted to push her buttons a little bit. I love you. You know that. Um, and actually, now I lost my train of thought. Oh. Now you know what it's like to be Jake. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Get Jake, fuckers. I had, I had just Wait, finished talking about going to class. I don't remember. What yeah, you were about. talking. Yeah, about and I asked you if you had brought in business cards. Oh, that's you, right. Taking oh, out business but cards. I did something better though. Brought, I, not brought in. Brought. Right. No, I didn't bring business cards. You did but I had better. them take out their phones right in right then and there they looked up the podcast there they followed us immediately on youtube and instagram right away and told them to end up following us on facebook as well so fantastic i made sure they did it not just give them a business card they were going to throw in the trash on their way out (laughs) (laughs) the proverbial gun to the head like i'm gonna watch you sign up for this oh yeah no seriously (laughs) and they did they were more than happy to do it so that's nice yeah really cool stuff well we make great content we do. I, I like to think I like so. it. But anyways, you wanted to talk about rentals, Allie. Yeah. But you've got meat. <laughs> yeah. A half-masticated cow rolling around in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Ooh, masticated. Good word. <laughs> that is a good word. Well, oh. I was eating, so I moved it. <laughs> Fair. You know what? Because people don't want to hear. Well, while he's... Michael doesn't want to hear. While he's I'm finished. Sorry. Ah, that I'm was sorry. my problem. I shouldn't have been there, sorry. Yeah, so there has... Oh, God. I, I thought I was supposed to... Get okay, shake, so. motherfucker! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was going to say, while well, Allie gets to finish eating her Slim Jim, well, so you can chew, because we're going to talk about the whole rental thing, is what... Even though, you know, technically our loan car system is either meant for people who want to get the work done and they have to leave or we have to keep the car overnight for parts or they really want to get it done and they have something that they need to go do you really have to have a reason for us to give out a loaner that's what they're meant for really not supposed to just give one i'm here for an oil change can i have a loaner? correct even though yeah. even though we do that only if we have the availability for it just because which how it, often do you have the availability for very it? slim at least now because of the intergalactic back orders mm-hmm. but i had a guy who came in with a believe it or not a mazda 2 haven't seen one of those in a long time. I think those are fucking fantastic. They're like so, a little shoe. They're like, <laughs> they're like it looks like a little shoe. shoe. It's a little, it's old a little lady tiny four-door hatchback. Would it be the little old lady who drove in a two? Yeah. That was a good one. So he was driving. Well, I'm sorry. What era is this? Like the when twos? was the two? That was oh, like early 2000s. No, not early. No, it wasn't that long. That was the one with the... With the green. 11 or 12? Yeah. Yes, the green one. That's like 11 or 12. 11, 12. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Really? Because yeah. I, oh, I was working at... It, at that time. They, <gasps> they introduced that... Hold on, woman. Can get through what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said it. Okay, stop making a big deal so we can edit it out. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. The 2 came out very shortly thereafter. The RX-8 was taken out of production. Like, uh-huh. it was right after that. So... A guy in a Mazda 2 was driving up the Met grade, and he apparently lost power and just revved nothing. It's a manual, keep in mind, so he pulls over oh, to the side. Clutch took a shit. Turns off the car <laughs> thinking that it's just a hiccup, yeah. and he turns it back on. 
Well, not absolutely nothing. <laughs> dead. Absolutely yep. dead. And he calls Grind us. Right until you find it. That's yeah. it. He, he, he calls you know, us. If you push hard enough, it'll eventually go in. <laughs> Am I silly? I'm still going to say That's it. what he said. That's not how it is, you guys. <laughs> he calls us and from the side of the freeway, because I answer the phone, and you hear, hey, I'm getting my mm, Mazda 2 toted. Mm, oh my God, God. How awful is that? I'm all like, where are you, man? He's like, I'm still going on the side of the freeway. It's like, my car won't go into gear. I'm like, all right, we'll see you in a second. And he gets a towed in, and we really do not have loaners at the moment. Yeah. And he goes, you know, I can't drive it, and I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. And he explained to him, like, it's it's a clutch, man. I mean, you're everything you were explaining screams clutch. It could be something right. else, but realistically speaking, it's a clutch. I think it's so cool that that car is a stick shift. Or at least right. that one was. That one, yeah. Was it a green one? No, silver. Damn I it. love I green ones. I don't, I hate that. Like, so, uh, sorry, Mikey, I know you love green, but I, I think those cars are so ugly, but I, at the same time, I think they're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes i'm gonna leave it with you guys i don't have another car so i'm just gonna go walk down to the you know loan car agency up the street and i'm just gonna rent one and i go well at least let me call them and i can tell can them to them give the you rate. our yeah. rate so he goes super super nice guy just unfortunate tough time and i felt for him so after he had walked off and i saw him you know round the corner out the driveway of the dealership a loan car pulled up Nice. And it was an extra one. So I called him. I'm like, dude, walk back. Walk back. I've got one for you. And I throw him in the loan car. And a few days pass. And the local transmission shop that's right down the street, everybody knows that one because everybody knows uh-huh. this one. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Who do absolute garbage work. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the one we have all kinds of pens for. Yes. <laughs> and if you get it done, they don't replace the flywheel. They just cut it and... <laughs> And then when they replace it, it fucking chatters after they replace the clutch. <laughs> but anyways, oh my God. so, and technically I wasn't supposed to give this to him to begin with, but I told him I'd give him a couple of days. He calls me and says, Hey, this shop quoted me $1,450 parts and labor. Is this ha- after you got him his quote? He was shopping no, around. No, 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 no. This oh. was before. Oh, okay. But to be fair, it's okay. To be to fair. Be fair. <laughs> um, so he calls me and he goes, Hey, this shop quoted me 1450 parts and labor. And I go, okay, that's all fine and dandy. Number one, they are not using OEM parts. Number two, they are not going to replace your flywheel. And number three, I guarantee it's not going to be right the first time. Shoddy word. So, and he goes, okay, I understand that. And I give him the quote and ours is a little over two grand. <clears throat> and he goes, Okay, and he's like, I understand. It's from a shop. I'm going to get a guy who's been working on these the whole time. I know it's going to be right, and you guys are going to back your work. And I'm right. like, you are absolutely correct. And he goes, can you get it any Anything lower? close to that. Anything close. And I told him straight up, I'm like, dude, I am not going to get anywhere close to 1450 Yeah. I'm all like, I'll get you out of here around... 22? N- no, around 19, a little bit over after tax. Yeah. And he goes, you know what, because you gave me the loaner and ultimately with it being seven, eight days that he'd been in it at $40 a day, he's like, yeah. you got a deal. Yeah. So just like that, those little acts of kindness got a, you know, almost $2,000 job. repair. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Kindness goes a long way. Yes, it, it does. Ladies and gentlemen. Don't you know who bite. else is really kind? I'm so sorry. Nick Lowridge. 
do not bite the hand that feeds you. Correct. And on that note, we need to thank our sponsors because they feed us a lot. Nick Lowridge from Maco Tools. Oh, Ray Moon from El Rianchito Taco Shop. Travis in Lake Ferris Elsinore. From Hit Distributing. Bruce Vane for supplying the amazing music. Indeed. Dale Follett. Dale our Follett. IT guy. Yes. From Twisted Bills, LLC. Yes. <laughs> Twistedbills.com. Twistedbills.com. <laughs> That's it. No LLC in there. Jean Glazier. Special thanks to Jean-Luc. Yeah. Jean-Luc. Well, he's uh, not. Oh, he he kind of is. He, yeah. Hey, thanks, Tyler Kotlerick. Yes. Thank Shout you. out to Tyler. Joe. Oh, yes. Joe Mama. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Joe. Definitely not we, Joe uh, we are glad that we all flood your basement. Indeed. <gasps> I. Joe. <laughs> my basement is flooded so i gotta go mop that up we'll see you after these short few messages hi mike sarah here from customer states if you're searching for the highest quality additives lubricants or cleaners for your automotive heavy equipment agricultural or industrial machinery needs look no further than the justice brothers line of products from lubing your chainsaw performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, Call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Stray Cat Strut, and I yeah. fucking love it. It's a very it's a, like a fast version of it. Thank you, Bruce. It's a good tune. Yeah. Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Bruce. Welcome back Bruce. to Customer Bruce. States Podcast, where we still talk about everything in the automotive industry and and then some, then some, all the some. tangents, many tangents, and many some tangents, bonus content. Yeah, thank well, you all. We'll like thank you better. all for joining us with, yes. for the bonus content. And yeah. thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors, <laughs> Nick Lowridge. From Madco Tools. Travis Ferret from Hit Distributing. Ray Moon. Supplying Justice Brothers products. Ray Moon. From El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake, Lake Elsinore. With his creamy walk. Bruce Vane with his veiny veins. We with said his that amazing already. tunes. <laughs> Tunage. So, yeah, anyway, uh, welcome we to the Nick second Lodge? half. We did. We okay. did. Yeah. We didn't yeah. say Dale again. That Hi, was, Dale. We could say Dale again. That was almost like taking inventory. Oh my god. Yeah, check. That's horrible. Check, Are check. you guys gonna pop open your drinks or just Oh, before we take inventory. You guys got all crack bowls? Yeah. yeah. We should okay. do red well. go. Ready, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Hashtag Syllabelle. Hashtag Syllabelle. delicious. Oh, yeah. I got a blackberry. I got a Diet Coke. Um, mm. With rum. Mm-hmm. Diet, Diet Coca. Why is the rum gone? Why is the Why? rum oh, always gone? Poor Johnny. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Mm-hmm. We love Johnny. We stand with you, Johnny. Team Johnny. Team Johnny. Hashtag Team, team Johnny. Back to inventory. Back Who's to having inventory. Issues? Guess what, <laughs> you guys? <laughs> well, this is specifically for new cars. Oh, oh. So okay. how is your new car inventory looking Stocked right now? Stocked and you... stacked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you guys are doing good. Welcome yes. to Ford. I think yeah. the only thing we don't have are new Super Duty. America. <laughs> Fuck so yeah. you have inventory right yes, now. Yes, we have a lot of inventory. So... Mazda is not doing so hot right now. We're getting like trickle. We're not getting truckloads right now. Yeah, but before the last time I think we talked about inventory, we you were had doing great. Nothing. No, no, you had Vol- nothing. Volkswagen, Volkswagen had nothing. Had oh, nothing. Is that what it was? Oh. We yeah, were, we were stacked. Because remember, you talking about the other lot was just completely empty. Yeah. So at one point, the Volkswagen car lot was filled with only used cars. There were no. N- New in all cars. honesty, I don't anticipate them still being in business in 10 years. <laughs> well, I, I just, hey I, guys, I, don't, I not, guess I'm going to need US a market. job. No, between them and Mitsubishi, they're yep. both going to be. Yeah. Wait, is Mitsubishi still a They're thing? still producing cars. No, really? Brand new cars. Wow. Wait, they're ugly I'm as sorry, fuck. You don't think Volkswagen is going to be like a car not in the producer? U, not in, not the in the US, US market. No. I don't know. No. I don't think so. No, there's a lot of here. people that well, like Volkswagen. There the are like States. staunch that, hey, Volkswagen people. They make more of those electric buses and they'll do just fine. Oh, yeah, I agree. Once you tap into that niche, you're well, fucking solid. There's as long as they a lot. Don't call it electric. And it really runs on a small diesel generator. Oh my oh, god! Oh my god! I don't wow. want to talk. No, no, I don't want to talk <laughs> That's about. That's a sensitive subject. It's such a sensitive subject. I'm Wrong. still, I'm still what doing. What was your warranties. life like during that it's time? It's still going, babe. But when that time, at that time, was what was your crazy? Because like? there were so many programs going on. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, are they going to buy it back? Right. Or, or are, are they, they going to do the, the modification? Out? And yeah. at one point, there wasn't. A modification yet so oh. it was like a preliminary right. adjustment and there was just like a software update what was the mod for that it's like all the emission systems shit right it's but like, what did they do they replaced components with new parts or? Yeah, yeah so it ended oh. up so you being nothing <laughs> like they got a lot of money actually all the my orders. dad's my dad's uh-huh. volkswagen was uh, involved in that he had a beautiful uh, uh jetta uh, TDI stick shift. I took it out to his shop and had it modified slightly, and he had to turn it back in. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he got a good. He didn't have it. to. No, he didn't he have chose to. to he, turn it back he, in. he had he chose two options to turn it back in. Yeah, he could buy it out, and a lot of people chose not to have it bought out, which is why we did all of those repairs. And it was like an eight or nine hour job Gee, per vehicle. Per vehicle. Fuck. So it was. Were parts available? It, at that time, yes, because oh. that was a long time ago. Yeah, before the, before <laughs> yeah. all this bullshit that we do. And now. because there were some emission software updates happening in the preliminary, mm-hmm. so Volkswagen could get their ducks in a row with having everything Quack. available. Yeah, they had yeah. time. To and then they scramble. had to bring the car back when it, if it wasn't at seventy thousand miles yet, they had to bring it back. And there were all these services. There's I mean, there was so much stuff 
associated with that. Like you could get a, you had to put them in a rental car for any job and still. So if it comes back for an emissions related fault, it has to be in a loan. They have to be in a loaner no matter what, even if it's going to be because you have a shop, um, capacity issue. Right. Like you just put them in a loaner. You have to put them in a loaner. Customer satisfaction program, right? Mm -hmm. For a knock sensor or something like that. Anything emission related. And it is also emissions related if, so there's a whole list of what is covered. Mm -hmm. If the component is not on the list, but it triggered a check engine light, it's still covered by the extended emissions warranty. So a transmission fault could essentially be a set, like we just replaced a camshaft adjuster, a phaser. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Wow. They called Don't it. Don't forget to set them to stun. The, <laughs> it's the only way to set them. You can't set them any other way. The magnet thingy to I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. It was a whole thing that wow. I had to try and understand. So all of the initial repairs have been done though. <clears throat> all as far as you know. Yeah, I think there has been in the past couple months some trickle-ins for some reason. But there was also, okay, if you bought your car back, or sorry, if you elected for the modification, you got like seven or $800 of Volkswagen dollars on a credit card <laughs> that you could only spend with Volkswagen. Hmm. So like people were going crazy in with... Because Volkswagen has a lot of like cool merch. They have a lot of cool t-shirts. The polo, the polo shirts and you oh, know sorry. golf club holders and like all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. Right now we have a Volkswagen bus like speak like it's a what is the windows? Like however many 15, 21 windows or thirty six. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. Twenty one window. Bus. Yeah, or something. And it's a... A lot of window bus. It's a wireless speaker. Oh, it's kind of cool. It's super cool, actually. We have, like... What? Yeah. Oh, how there's much a, is that? There's... It, it's... Oh, well, I'm going to I'm gonna come by tomorrow. <laughs> 50 or, bucks. Yeah, it's gonna, probably, like, 80... Well, it's big. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's probably and probably like made some, by JBL. Oh, I don't know. Well, then it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Um, if it was made by Volkswagen, I'd be a little bit... Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a smaller speaker inside of a larger housing. It's all smoke and mirrors. You know, speaking Well, if it was going to be on brand, it would be Bose cuz the premium right. system has Bose. And uh, you know, unpopular opinion, Bose is not that good of a sound system. We have a Bose system in our car. I know and it's not that great. It's good. I, you I know, don't mind I it. think Bose was good back in the day. I don't think they're the, as good as they used to be the, in the cars. Right. The real problem is they put too small of an amp. The speakers are fine. They do not give it enough power mm. to produce sound. But anyways, speaking of warranty, I have a bone to pick with the butt fucks <laughs> at Mazda warranty right um, now. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm Welcome to my world, baby. Yeah. And you know don't get me wrong. We all get pissed off at warranty. Oh my God. It's the great white whale. Um, we all get pissed off at warranty. They all do stuff sometimes we don't agree with or the claim that they don't take and they always want to, whatever. They piss us off. Mm-hmm. I've got this very, very, very nice lady who in warranty administrator. Oh, of course. My beautiful Hi, wife. Hello. <laughs> that hasn't been in her new CX-5 for long. It's super low miles, 
and she's probably had it for I don't know six seven months so still really new low miles all that crap about two weeks into it is this the one with the glass no not the one with the glass oh no no two weeks into it her infotainment system starts giving her like legitimate problems if she plugs in her CarPlay and she's on navigation, the whole system freezes. I think we talked about her too. Right. So yeah. th there's been an update to this. Mm. So Mazda, basically, the first time we looked at it, and we really couldn't duplicate the overall concern at that time. We told her, hey, take the car and drive it around a bit. We She was upset about it, right? Having to yes, it. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we updated the software. We checked a few things. There were no hard stored codes. And we had to download the data from the CMU, send so it snail it in. Correct. Yeah. So exactly. That so, whole, whole debacle. So we have, and you know, this is all over a time span leading up to today, basically, when we got the answer. It was a few days ago, but for sake of the story. So leading up to that time being three plus months of time, they finally, you know, download the data. We finally get, hey, this is what we want you to do next. They want us to remove the command wheel where, you know, your main mm -hmm. command switch, yeah. exactly the knob. They want us to split the housing, look inside, and see if there's been any liquid spilled, if there are any staining to the actual motherboard. Mm -hmm. So we open it up, and there is a tiny, itty-bitty drip of yellow mm. that is on the inside wall of the plastic housing that snaps around it. The control board is spotless. Yeah spotless not a drop on it even where the drip was it was still almost two inches from even getting to that point right so of course we still have to send them the photos because mm -hmm. they request it so we do wipe it clean <laughs> right i know and allegedly right allegedly should have but yeah. either way we don't and they basically say after putting this chick through this her you know calling you know, customer customer experience center, mm -hmm. multiple of the, you know, uh, field service agents, multiple of the engineers, everybody trying to look into this, Panasonic looking at the da data, her, stringing her on over and over and over, and they go, sorry. That's bullshit. Tell her, sorry, fuck off, we're not covering this because of that one little tiny spot. Okay, here here is my gripe with that issue. Why not just fucking cover it under warranty? Satisfaction one and time. They're making you do all that goodwill stuff. Goodwill repair. Goodwill repair. We, and they it's can good for the customer. Customers the happy. Back. Yeah. We like. There is no time for. Why does the tech have to do that? Correct. So, like who who's paying for that? And we have a whole warranty parts return system for them to have. Like I don't get it. Right. So after we tell. Why them, is that department there? So after we tell them, it's like, you know, the board's clean. Yeah. This this argument is invalid. Right. There is nothing. And those boards stain easy. Right. Super easy. Even water, it darkens the, the board. Right. It's clean. So they still tell us to fuck off. You tell the customer, sorry, they fucked up. We're not touching this. After all this, even though we put her through, tell her to piss off. Yeah. So we cover it. We DSA it. Yeah. Right. So, Dealer self-authorization. Right. So yeah. it's covered Take under care of the customer. It's covered under warranty yeah. anyways. DSA yeah. is just a fancy way of saying I override you, but I'm yeah. only allowed to do it so much. Yeah, it's right. there. It's not a new vehicle limited warranty coverage. It's, we used to call it P18 back in the yeah. day for Ford Motor Company, things like that. That was like a so, the code for it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we DSA it for this lady and I call her and I tell her the truth. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to tell her what Mazda told me. And I did exactly what I told you guys. 
with you know without going through it again mazda basically told you to fucking kick Pound rocks sand they don't yeah. give a shit that yeah. you are in one of their vehicles you are a small potato fuck off and i said but in much better words correct right. of, course. of course and i tell her but it's all like we agree that's absolute horse shit and we covered it for you you're not gonna pay a dime we want you to enjoy this car and she, you know, and she, she gave you a great survey, right? She well, <laughs> so no survey yet, but she actually did burn me on the last survey. Oh, did she? Because the parts, even though we had the parts, Mazda denied the claim to begin with. So that's so hard to deal right. with. So she, of course, I'm the direct line. So she gave me a bad survey. I'm I'm angry that that happened, but I can't blame her. I'm still a employee of Mazda, right? So when I tell her that, she's like, oh, my God, you guys are so nice. You've helped me through this so much. And then she the the switch flips. And she's like, but I got to be honest, Jake, this is absolute bullshit that they pulled this on me. And this, that, and, you know, through all this, and I'm like, I 100% agree with you. I, I know you're angry. I would be angry going through the exact same thing. And she's all like, what doesn't make sense to me, and I hope that they realize this, I'll never sit in another Mazda a day in my life. The minute uh... I'm done with this lease... I'll never touch another one of these cars because of how it was treated. And I'm like, I hate to hear that, but I can't, I mean, I can't stop her. I'm like, I understand the frustration. I hope one day you might reconsider, but I can't falter for it. The problem is, is that you try to step up as a dealer, as a franchise of the dealer or you know, the manufacturer when the manufacturer wouldn't stand behind their product and she still feels like she had a sour experience, which Correct. again, we all understand, but she, you know, the customer doesn't always know the hoops that we have to jump through right. to try and get things done. And as much as I would love to say, you know what, you're right. We are a representative of the manufacturer and I, I would love to spend the trillions of dollars that they make every year right. to take care of your problem. It comes out of my bottom line. We, we don't have anything to do mm -hmm. with the manufacturer. We're like, you know, McDonald's situation. Correct. You know? We're our own independent thing. We It says McDonald's on the outside, but, I, you know, Ronald doesn't work here. So, you know. <laughs> we have the cheeseburgers, not the clown. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, one of those situations. And, and it's, it's the exact same thing when you have, unfortunately, a customer that got their car somewhere else, so they were nice enough to bring it back to that dealership to get it serviced, but they have a bad experience, and then they decide to say, come to our dealership, which is closer to their home, but they're already walking on eggshells. They're already jaded by their Correct. previous experiences. And they, go, and they go, well, you're all Mazda, so you're all shit, and mm -hmm. it's hard to explain to Guilty them. Guilty by association. Exactly, and, it, yeah. it, and it's hard to explain to them. It's all like... I understand where your thinking comes from, but it's a that's a good analogy that you put. And we tell them, it's like, we are like a fast food chain. It's like, you may go to, you know, a McDonald's, uh, you know, on, you know, Fifth Street, but you go 20 minutes down the road and that one doesn't suck. It's the same thing. Right. But that's one of the tough things about being in this industry. And I know you guys know about the giant effing Ford dealer that's up in the valley that everybody knows yeah oh. and we get so many <laughs> we have like that one yes i don't know what that is <laughs> yeah it is oh I'll, I'll sing it to you later and we get so many customers from that saying this was the worst experience and Mazda's horrible and it's like hold the phone oh from me it is it is not mazda it's like you had a bad experience with a franchise owner and the employees they decided to hire it's yeah. like 
That's, it's not a repre- representation of the entire Correct. company. Correct. Right. It's yeah. all like Mazda corporate has nothing to do with us. But on the flip side, we're told you represent Correct. the entire well, company. That's what you're Correct. told. Right. But how many employees do what they're told at the dealership? Right. It's I'm just being the devil's advocate. I, I get it, but it's, yeah. it's a double edged sword. You know, but there really is Catch 22. There is really no greater feeling being in this industry when you have somebody who shows up super jaded like that and you tell them, hold on, give us a shot. Maybe we can redeem Do something yeah. to you that not all Mazda dealerships are the same. And then they go, oh, my God, this was amazing. I will come here forever well, and buy four more cars. And that is the benefit of our small dealer, because there are, you know, relatively close dealers but not not too too close right but when they have bad experiences at those other dealerships we get a lot of those customers mm-hmm. yeah we and do. we do get I think to a lot of that has to do with customers. the area we're in too. correct yeah you know my boss says that you know it's super fucking hard to win a good customer. It's to win a customer over and mm-hmm. gain their trust is the most difficult thing you can ever do. And the easiest fucking thing in the world is to get rid of them, is to piss them off yep. or do something wrong that they don't come back. Correct. Right. You know, you that's can, the easiest right. thing. You, can, you can be perfect a million times and fuck up once. And that's all. It and takes. that's it. Yep. And that they, is it. The, the rule of two. Yep. They're going to go and tell Two people, two people and then those, those people two are people tell two people and it just multiplies and multiplies and multiplies. It's just awful. Yep. Yeah. And um what's and with that, and you know it helps to have good employees that help with that. So it's also a bummer when one of your favorite employees leaves. It oh. is. And we lo- well, when I Co-worker. say when, when I say we lost, we didn't lose him, but family or you know family things happen life happens you have to make changes we lost our parts manager that we have had for a long long time and his name was pat and he was awesome and he will be he's still awesome we talked about him last week a little bit and he didn't sound like he was dead yeah that's why i was like he's still well he's dead to you guys because he's no longer helping you (laughs) at the dealership i told him that when he was leaving i'm like you're dead to me me. yeah (laughs) i needed you here so and now uh now, now my now my service manager is also the parts manager. Jesus Christ. Yep. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. He loves it. He Hi, loves Alex. it. Hi, Alex. And I'll love it a lot more when he gets me a raise. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't use this as a platform. Or a promotion. Hey, or a have, promotion. Can I have one, too? Weren't you supposed to apply with Ford? No. Mm. Allegedly. Mm, allegedly. 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 He listens. That's all right. I can tell by his response. He listens to this. <laughs> he does. Like avidly every single well, week. You guys are friends. Right. Well, and I, I did tell Alex. Mm-hmm. It's all like, I told him straight up, and that's the thing. We're homies, so yeah. it's easy for me to talk to him, even right. though he's my boss. Right. He's still my friend. You first. can tell that you can it, you know how to separate it, business and exactly. And I, I told him the same thing. I'm like, look, man, I hope that me and you can work together because things are changing for me and Ali and her mom deciding to take off and we have more responsibility. I'm like, I love working here. I like the people I work with. I'm good. I've got a clientele basis. So I hope that it works. But if it doesn't, I told him, 
I have no choice. I, I'm my hands are tied. I go where the money is. Exactly. But I also told him, no matter what happens, I know he's got my best interest in mind. I'm mm -hmm. like, we'll still always be buddies. Like, what do you guys think about that? When you ask for a raise, like how personal do you make it? As personal as it needs to be. Ding, ding, ding. That's a very Hashtag good sell the bell. That is a really good response. Well done on that. You deserve a it's, it's, clap for it's, that. It's a very delicate situation because you never know how you're walking act. into it. It's a balance. And you don't want to sound greedy. Correct. But you also right. want to sound... You want to get your point across? It. Yeah, that you feel that you're misrepresented uh, financially uh, in what you do in whatever situation that you're in and you need to to put as much pressure as is required to like, stop the financial bleeding or mm -hmm. whatever legitimately mm -hmm. i've been working with this dealer for a very very long time a, a and my lifestyle life. is about to change like my i'm gonna inherit in a sense all the payments of a house and we're very lucky to have that but my financial necessity per month is is going up. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, so like that was my Only thinking. Fans is looking better and better and better. We had this conversation. <laughs> I even sent her a video to look at and said, look what we you saw need the to video. do. We saw the video. Come on. Feet. So. Feet. Yeah, and you we, fight for your right for appropriate pay. Yep, mm -hmm. and that's what I—that's what I told Ali. Everyone, fight, everyone, everyone, and what I told Ali is when you go in there, like the same thing you said, you need to go in there, and when you talk to a manager, an owner who has talked to hundreds, thousands of people who have come and gone. You can't walk in there and go, I want. That's a word they listen for. I liked a, this piece of advice that you gave. It's like when I told her, I'm like, when you have a person who has heard everything and they hear you go, I want 35 an hour. They go, okay, well, that's what you want. But there's give and take there with want. You go in and you know your worth and you're respectful and you go, I need $35 an hour. It's like little hit words like that for people who have been into the, in the industry. They listen for that stuff. Well, uh, a want is a bend. A need is a necessity. Mm -hmm. And you have to do stuff like that when you go in and you, you aim high. It's like you know that as a business owner, it's still a business. They're going to counter you. So if you come in at $28 an hour, they're going to say 25. You go to 25, they're going to go 21. Shoot high so they can shoot low. Exactly. And you can meet in the I'm middle. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to ask for 35 though. What's the worst he says? No, I can only give you 26. I think there is a number that, so, okay. You have to be Full reasonable with what you're asking I, for. I think this do, is fine you, to say I make $20 an hour. I think it is ridiculous. Like, to ask for $35 an hour. Why would every other warranty administrator that you know makes that you, much? People don't get $15 an hour raises. raises. No, it yeah, doesn't that's not, happen. That's not a thing. You can't, you, she would have to leave the company and go to another much larger company, much larger volume that can afford that. You know, that's just not realistic with, in your guys' situation. At the exact same time though, what's the worst thing they say? No. I just think that there is a number that you can shoot off that they're just going to be like, okay. Yeah, that's like, that's reasonable. On. And I, 
and I think that if you're shooting too high like that, they're more inclined to laugh and be like, no, get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. You have to be reasonable well, in your request. You really do. If, you, if I, I were could, to say, I, I found a place that pays me $35 an hour, they would say, sorry, go. Can't, can't you, meet. Yeah. Go. We can't do that. Yeah. Go. That's so exactly you, how you that's going to go. Damn well make sure that that place exists and you're yeah. already accepted into it. Because I mean, I wouldn't present it that way. We, we've probably, had a number, we've had a number of technicians and other people that have come and try to come at somebody with like what they think is a position of power and say well this other place is gonna pay me such and such okay bye good i uh, don't need you yeah see ya i i, I guess everybody I guess is fun. replaceable it's nice. you know yeah. it's a little harder to replace people in positions like ours you know and i'm not trying to be you know braggadocious or anything but i, I uh, that's fair you know uh, uh, let's say and again, I'm not downplaying anybody, but let's say a porter. Yeah, you know, sure. it's a lot easier to hire a porter than a trained technician, a service advisor with experience, a senior master technician, a warranty administrator. People can't just walk into these jobs that we have right. without experience. Um, they so. can, but their performance is going to be way less than someone. If who, anything at all, you would have to be anything, trained. Like I, I was trained for two months yeah. when I started at my job. When you started. Right. But your performance now is not where it was oh, when you started. Absolutely. And yeah. I do make more money to reflect that, but it's still, I mean, here in California, there are fast food jobs that are starting you mm -hmm. at $18 an hour mm -hmm. right now. I feel I like went the to job Panda that, Express the other day. And it said. And the fucking cooks are paid $21.50 an hour. If you go so they make Panda more Express. Than me. If you go start at but in they and make out, delicious food. If you they go, do make delicious food. If you go start at in and out right now, it's twenty two seventy five. It's what the fuck are we so doing? Real life job advice brought to you by Customer States Podcast. No cap. Like seriously. He, you know, you, who, you took yours off. Yeah, I did take my cap off. But you know who has a lot of experience in this recently? Lee. Oh, yes. yeah. On to bigger, better things. Congratulations, yes. Lee. Yeah, we yeah. are very happy for you. So so in a, in a, in a quick breakdown, um, one of our good friends and listeners, um, Lee, he, Hi, um, Lee. he Hi, transferred Lee. out of the dealership. Automotive industry well and done. into the hashtag uh, sell the belt. <laughs> Jinx, uh, yo me a coke, uh, blah blah. Hashtag sell the belt. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he he transferred out of the automotive industry in the dealership sense and is going into the automotive industry for heavy equipment. And nice. when we're talking about heavy equipment, he tried to like entice me with a picture. Did you get it? <gasps> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! god. Jake just Jake. did a Mr. Miyagi. Jake yeah. just got a little gnat. Yeah, uh, a gnat. No, yeah. That was a moth. It had dust. I thought that was a moth. Yeah, it was a moth. It was a small moth. It was coming, in his hand. It was coming to go up your nostril. Wiped it on Allie's. Allie's Sorry. Hop into her ears and do this. Flapping in so, her eardrums. So uh, Lee is going into um, the the mining equipment um, uh, uh, repair industry. And it's like very industrial, extremely industrial. Uh, so like seven to eight hundred people on the mining site, all all staff included going and 80 miles underground. So so when he tells no. me when he tells me that he's Not working on this mining equipment, he tells me some some number of like a, a, a caterpillar machine. And yeah. I have no idea what that means. So I, I look it up and it's like the tank treads. No, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like one of like mover thing, right? Nope. The one that he no, sent me the picture nope. of Sorry, is the one that's like a two story ladder climb up to get into the operating yeah. command central. Right. And it's like a two story or three story dump truck. It's like the biggest dump truck you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Whenever you watch like, you know, Mike Rowe narrating something about yes. mines. That's the truck that you see coming in and out of the tunnels. It's it's a life-size truck. <gasps> well, no, it's larger, it's larger than, than life. life. Yeah. Uh, I, where is Mike Rowe when you need him? God damn it. Hashtag sound about. <sighs> you're, you're halfway there. You're you are, Mike. Mike. You're halfway you're like, there. Mike Rowe is one of my biggest inspirations. Anyway, um, I want to congratulate. Do you consider yourself to have a dirty job? We, I think we all have dirty jobs, whether you're dealing with a dirty customer, a dirty technician, or other dirty technicians. And Eric and I, uh, 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 instance, we all have uh-huh. dirty jobs. And let me tell you, those diesel engines, they don't get, they don't get very clean. I've got two in my bay right now. Mm, that <laughs> sounds like a dirty job. It's a dirty job that pays really well. It's a Ooh. dirty job, but someone's got to do someone's it. Someone's got to do it, yeah. One customer put def fluid in his fuel tank. I have faith no more. Mm, oh, like that's that a deep cut because that uh, dirty job song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got what you're putting down. We, we care a lot. We do. We, we care, care a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The cycle is complete. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Don't Just, do it. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Yeah, I have to put a fuel system in a 6.7. Oh, that's always fun. A complete fuel system. A complete fuel system. Is it? Is it because of death contamination? Yes, it is. In the diesel death. fuel tank. Yeah. Sure did the customer is. do he that? Certainly did. Why did they do that? Did something? Because read it let on me the tell forums? you. Let me tell you why that happens. Because customers don't have the proper filling apparatus for this, and what they do is they just get a funnel and they shove it in the biggest hole in the door. In the door. <laughs> uh, yeah. Phrasing. Uh, phrasing. <laughs> um, and then they dump the jug in the funnel without realizing they stuck it in the wrong hole again phrasing um sorry (laughs) and so they contaminate the fuel system yep and the death fluid destroys the fuel system and you have to replace everything minus the plastic lines did lee did lee tell you what type it was 793f or something something like that. the caterpillar 797f no, I think yes. there's a three in there. Maybe. No, 797F. Oh. It's the largest Is dump truck cool? ever produced. It's amazing. I looked it up and I, I like, a immediately ton- he sent me a the, tire, the thing. A tire is three full-grown men tall. And so I told That's him. All? So so he. so A tire. <laughs> so so Lee is not far off from where our uh, one of our favorite TV shows, uh, some it's locations are produced. Here. Oh, really? Um, Letter Kenny. Oh, oh my no god! Shit. Yeah, it's and as tall as the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. So I, I know some people around in, yeah, in his area, truck. and he invited me up there. It's a fucking truck. That's and what I, I said. Please, can I? I don't need to drive this stuff. I don't let need me to work just on it. Sit in it. Just let no. Let me look at it like up close. I've never seen one of these yep. in person. Just let me look at it in person. I would love to see that. I mean, yeah. I get so excited when I see a tow truck coming to the my, shop. Uh, still, after all these years, my uncles used to work on those in Las Vegas for construction when they were digging the uh, core mines or whatever they are, where they just dig the big... Oh, they keep... Boral. Oh, yeah. Whatever they're called. Your uncle? My grunkle. Great uncle. Do you have to pee? Is it time? Have you noticed that Michael hasn't, like, peed once during this whole entire podcast? He did it at the beginning. I think he did it at the beginning. He peed before we left. I'm getting better trained. Oh, nice. Yeah. Tell us really quick about that Mustang engine noise. Oh, man. 
So I I get a call up to the service drive and um, the the advisor tells me that, hey, the customer's complaining about a noise when he's, you know. No, a customer complaining about a noise couldn't be. Yeah. Well, a customer's complaining about a noise when they, you know, go to, you know, accelerate on the freeway to try and pass somebody or whatever. Neo. Like, okay. So when he's redlining it. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of vehicle is this? Oh, it's a Mustang. Okay. (laughs) Um, Like, is there any service history on it? Oh, well, we just replaced an engine and he said that it was doing the same noise as it did before the other engine blew up. Mm. And mind you, the other engine. Is this the blue one? With the other engine, when it blew up was a catastrophic failure and shot internal engine parts outside of the engine. Noice. Did I show you the broken piece on that? Eric knows about this. Also, people are thinking, oh man, this got to be a, 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 an amazing Shelby Mustang or something like that. No, it's it is a four-cylinder four Mustang. Automatic. In all fairness, those engines produce over 300 horsepower. It's pretty impressive. Who gives a shit? It's a four cylinder. I I do not care. I don't care. I don't care. They're fuel efficient? I don't care. No, they're (laughs) super cool. Anyway, so uh, it's my drum stool. Oh. Oh. Um, (laughs) Throne, as we call it in the industry. Um, So. Go out and road test with this customer, and he tells me, you know, it, it, this is the way that it happens, and it only happens when you're going to wide open throttle, but it doesn't really have anything to do with engine RPM. It's just w- when you go to wide open throttle, that's when the noise happens. I so it's just be something... replaced the engine. Yeah. So it so... hasn't been broken in yet, and he's redlining it. Oh, Fucking that's idiot. bad, you guys. So the 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 first first thing was was that. Yes, they just replaced the engine, and you should not be redlining it because there is a break-in period, even though these engines aren't virgin, as we would say, but there is still a break-in period. However, his misconception of that it doesn't have anything to do with engine RPM, it only has to do with throttle position, is guess what? When you push your foot down to the floor (laughs) and go to wide open throttle, the engine RPM goes all the way to you know the fun area. The fun area. <laughs> this was him trying to sound educated about cars. That's what that conversation. He, he was. He was trying his his hardest, and I like I, I I didn't want you know you can't say anything to the customer about their education level. You can't laugh in their face. You can't say some shit like that. You can't demean them. So well. so on the road test, I'm trying to tell the guy, well, like, listen, first of all, like you you can't be driving in this way. Oh, it was only a couple times. I don't care. You can't be driving this way. He's like, well, you know, what? honestly, I really just think it was a bad tank of gas that really caused problem in the first place. I said, <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> did you, hear, did you sure. read that on the forums? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what this guy was. He was one of those. Yeah, and so I said, well, first of all, like the engine failure, failure that you had last Last time isn't going to be caused by a bad tank of gas. So he's like, well, maybe it was a bad fuel injector. I said, a fuel injector. I said, no, it, it wasn't anything like that. It's because you drive like an asshole. Typically, this is either from lack of lubrication or failed oil uh, system, something or whatever. User but, error. Yeah, user, user error. error. But it has nothing to do with that. But this problem is now new. 
and it is per, you know, you might have gotten a bad tank of gas. And I told him, I said, listen, we can charge you a bunch of money to drain the fuel tank, put a fuel system cleaner in there, put some fresh fuel in there, go out and drive it and do a drive cycle on it and then retest and blah, blah, blah. I said, but, you know, you got three quarters of tank worth of fuel in there. When you drive the car normally, it doesn't have the problem. It's only when you press the pedal down, to the accelerator pedal down to the floor that it has this problem. So my advice is to just drive the car put a you know a fuel system cleaner product normal. in there normally and when you are on all the way empty go to the gas station a reputable gas station put 91 in it put another fuel system cleaner in it and then drive it for a couple hundred miles and tell me if it's still doing the same thing because that's the first thing that our tune department is going to tell you is that if you think that you got a bad tank of gas well let's get all that gas out of there so anyway so the guy ends up bringing it back it still has the same problem and I don't remember what actually happened from that uh, do, you, do you know the full story? Mm-hmm. Did you look at that? Yeah, sure did. Okay, I so. fixed it. Uh, so basically it was having a misfire. It was misfiring at wide open throttle at high RPMs. And I scanned it and it, it had a bunch of communication codes. So I'm like, mm. fucking fun. I already knew what it was. As soon as I saw the communication code. I remember this one. Yep. So I go in the engine compartment and I start checking harness connectors. I'm like, well, the main connectors are fine. I'm like... Wait a minute. There's one spot on all of these fucking engines that somehow always, and sure as shit, it was a loose ground strap. Is it the one by the tensioner where the tensioner would be up in the front no. on the front driver's side? No. 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 It's on the opposite side, actually. Oh. Um, but yeah, it, it was a loose ground strap. And of course, that ground, scra- ground strap is for the ignition system. Mm. So it wasn't grounding out properly at high RPMs and um, sending it into limp mode. Is that like if you don't put the um, nut for the starter uh, signal mm-hmm. wire? It's the same thing on the starter, Rudy. That the vehicle doesn't want to start. <laughs> Shots fired. Rudy, That's weird. Rudy, 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 Rudy. It was Rudy. technician right, oversight. But anyways, <laughs> you know, we fixed it. We shipped it, and he's out there redlining it again on the brand new engine. Actually, no, he's he traded the fucking vehicle <gasps> in the next week. He, yeah, well, he told me that he was selling Ooh, it or trading it in. He traded it. He in. didn't. He didn't want. I mean, good for the customer that he didn't want to sell the vehicle with a problem or trade the vehicle in with a problem. He wanted to get it taken care of. You know, I, I, we, I had made the joke on the road test with the guy because he was like really nice and really cool, and we spent like you know thirty minutes in the car just driving around. And I told him like, you know, back in the day, people would call it a taillight warranty. You know. I see the taillights and that's the end of the warranty. I said, it's a little bit different if you go to a dealership or, you know, mm-hmm. you trade it in something like that, you know, that you can work with those things. But if you want to get the car fixed, I'm all here for it. Yeah. But we need to eliminate this issue. If you think that you got a bad tank of gas. So we, we got past that point. You want to know what's funny? I Before do. he traded it in. He brought it back in for a check engine light. And? Needs a cat. <laughs> oh, and to preface so he probably did this, get a bad take of gas. <laughs> to preface all of this, oh, the vehicle's no. out of warranty. We did all those repairs under third-party warranty, uh, oh. uh, so it's not a factory warranty. And the cat, we hadn't even proceeded with the claim yet. He traded it in before we even called them. 
So the dealer's paying for a new catalytic converter now. Well, good for the customer. And brakes and rotors and everything else. Well, it's a race car, Eric, a four-cylinder race car. I wish you could have seen how hot-spotted those rotors were. They looked like a fucking Dalmatian. Oh, my God. It was that bad. I wasn't driving the car hard, though. (laughs) No, yeah, no. That's not how the first engine exploded. Anyways, what a great episode, guys. So good. So good. We should tell all of our listeners how they can reach us. Customer States Podcast at gmail.com. TikTok at Customer States Podcast. Customer States at gmail.com. Customer States Podcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry. Which also happens to be our PayPal. Correct. And Facebook.com forward slash Customer States Podcast. Buy our merch. Merch. Customer States Podcast.com. Shut up. It's smirch. All of our swag. Oh, you know what? Fine. We'll call. We'll be in the middle. We'll call it smirch. I like swag. I'm sorry. I'm a swag. Don't be smirch us and buy our smirch. Yes, we would love to have you guys wear one of our fancy shirts that Mikey's wearing right now. I am wearing one. That is a very badass shirt you have on there. Customer underscore states at uh, Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. There's an ellipses in there somewhere. Find us on YouTube. If you search customer states dot dot dot, 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 dot. podcast in turn work mode, you'll be able to find us in our beautiful glory visual representations that is maxnorm at hotmail.com with two X's yes. and uh, Dale also Follett. no well Dale Follett twistedbills.com um, and uh, also to find uh, Norm's amazing sculpture work you can also search Stovocore underscore metalworks S T O V O K O R underscore metalworks we love you bitches we need we need more voice memos we need more I miss getting voice topic memos and yeah. suggestions with our listeners hey, hey Ron, where Facebook. are you besides Facebook come on guys write it right in we'd love to hear from you and we may have a guest next week we might I would love to, to have a guest we next may week. have a guest next week Will so we? tune in and listen to us fuckers. yeah and guess what and with that we say, Love you. Mm. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, <laughs> Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805 805- Seven nine six seven three two three. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.